Comprised of 18 talented Black and Latinx artists, Sphinx Virtuosi's goal is to evolve and transform the face of classical music through artistic excellence. They released their debut album last year, and here's a sample from that recording. My guest today is Alex Gonzalez, who serves as Sphinx Virtuosi's concert master and assistant professor at CU Boulder's College of Music. We'll discuss the group's upcoming Denver concert and their role in the community. Alex, welcome to KGNU Community Radio. Thank you so much for having me. Could you tell our listeners about the Sphinx organization and how you got involved? So the Sphinx organization has a mission statement, which is that it's for social justice arts organization. And the mission statement is that it's dedicated to transforming the lives of others through the power of diversity in the arts. And over its 27-year period, the organization has really lived up to that statement in a major way. The main core of the organization is the Sphinx competition, I would say. And this is an annual string competition for Black and Latinx uh, string players. And this happens in Detroit, where the organization is based. That was kind of the flagship thing that started the organization. And since then, they've really branched out into a lot of educational opportunities. You know, there's lots of initiatives that they have for beginner, beginner sort of um, public school programs. They have the Speaks Performance Academy, which is a full scholarship program for pre-college string players across the United States. And in addition to that, we have um, some administrative support for aspiring arts administrators. And um, kind of the sector that I'm involved in mostly Mm -hmm. is the performing side. So in addition to the roster of soloists, they have a couple of chamber groups that they've started, the Harlem Quartet and the Catalyst Quartets. They've also started the Exigence Vocal Ensemble, which is one of their newer groups. And lastly is the Sphinx Virtuosi, which is the one that I'm a part of, which, as you said, is a set of 18 string players, and we play in an unconnected orchestra that tours all over the country. Nice. How did you get involved with it? How did you find out about it? Yeah, um, so it's tricky to remember exactly how I heard of Sphinx the first time, but I can say the first time that I got involved was through the competition. Um, I competed back in and probably 2012 or 2013 at this point, so a long time ago when I was still in college. And I ended up competing another time the year after. And after a couple of times being in the competition, I received an invitation to join the Virtuosi on a concert. And now it's been quite some time, almost 10 years at this mm. point, I would say. So wow. um, it's history, I guess. As an ensemble, you have a unique way of putting things together. How does Sphinx Virtuosi work? It's an unconducted orchestra, right? So it poses a little bit of a different rehearsal structure and the way the orchestra is run. You know, without a conductor, mm-hmm. we're all essentially leaders in the group, you know, and we have the ability to craft our interpretation, make artistic decisions, speak up during rehearsal, which is really wonderful because we have so many different backgrounds, different ideas, different perspectives in the group. But as you can imagine, you know, that is very different from having one conductor that kind of makes all of the decisions in the interpretation. So we definitely have a lengthy but democratic rehearsal process at the beginning of a tour, taking in everyone's ideas, creating an interpretation, and refining from there as we perform the pieces. Well, certainly there must be some artistic differences with 18 individual soloists. (laughs) 
Sure. <laughs> How do you resolve it all? You're totally right. And that's very natural to have artistic differences. And I think one thing that ties us all together is that we all have a shared goal and mission that kind of, I think, transcends any particular conflicts that might come up. We definitely don't always agree on interpretation, but I think the thing that we do agree on is number one, excellence on stage, right? We want to play the best concert we can. We want mm -hmm. to honor these composers and the music and the audience by putting on a great show. We also have the mission of amplifying artists of color, whether that is us artists on stage or the composers that we play and connecting with the audience in that way. So I think a lot of these smaller issues, they do happen, of course, I won't lie, but <laughs> I think that the broader mission really holds us together so we can always kind of transcend that and find a solution in rehearsal. So I imagine with working with all these different individuals, you must have some success stories that uh, people have gone on to bigger and brighter things than this group that you're working with. Can you share some sure, stories? Sure, yeah. You know, even just to say the folks that are in the group now, you know, we all have our individual lives throughout the year. We come together throughout the calendar year at different periods to tour. But we have several chamber professional chamber musicians. I myself teach at a university. We have a few professors in the group, some folks in other professional groups, some that have really successful solo careers. Something that I love about the group is that Sphinx organization in general, I should say, is that we really amplify our own artists. So in the past, we've commissioned music by members of the orchestra, one of which most notably is Jesse Montgomery, who's doing extremely well and just won a Grammy like a couple weeks ago, actually. Oh. So she was a member of the ensemble and a member of the Callous Quartet and is just really taking over the world with her incredible artistry. And this season, two pieces that we'll be performing here in Denver are commissioned by members of the ensemble themselves. So they'll be here one of which in particular is a double bass concerto, and the composer will be performing his own piece. We have a commission by one of our cello players who won't be performing, but he's generally in the ensemble. So I think there's a big, wide array of success stories within the Virtuosi, for sure. So uh, Sphinx Virtuosi released their debut album last year. It's called Songs for Our Times. And I'm going to play a particular track here, this one, features Valerie Coleman, and it's called Tracing Visions for String Orchestra. What can you tell me about this track and Valerie Coleman? Yes. Um, so this is such a wonderful piece, and we're super grateful to Valerie for creating such a monumental work for us. Valerie Coleman is a really prolific American composer, and she's also um, a flute player as well, who was in the Amani Winds for many years. She created a two-movement work called Tracing Vision. And her goal when writing this piece was to create a two-movement work that kind of reminded us of our shared humanity. So it has a real sense of duality in the piece. The first movement is titled Till, and it is titled after Emmett Till and mm. speaks about the violence and murders that are taken out on Black men in America. And the second half of that movement has a really moving section titled the anthem of parents and this section of the movement is about the toll that that takes on the families of these victims and that's a really powerful movement and the second movement which i believe you're going to play is titled amandla and it means power in zulu so that movement is really celebratory and 
kind of celebrates the power and resilience after struggle. And really interesting thing about that movement actually is the opening violin rhythm that you hear that starts the piece, and then you'll hear it throughout the movement, is actually the word Sphinx written out in Morse code. So she took the rhythm of Morse code and put it into the music. And so throughout the work, the celebratory work is also celebrating Sphinx in its own way. So I think it's a really special, beautiful movement that I hope your listeners enjoy. Wow, that's a great backstory. Let's listen to it now. Give us a preview of the upcoming March 20th show at Gates Concert Hall. What can concert goers look forward to? So we're, we're really excited to be performing in Denver, and I'm very excited, too, to be performing in my home now. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to sharing this group with our audiences here. This program includes four commissions, so four new works by Black and Latinx composers that we are performing this season, two of which I already mentioned. They're, those two pieces are by Sphinx Virtuosi alums and current members, one of which is Xavier Foley, who won the Sphinx competition many years ago on double bass and is a really prolific artist on his own. And he wrote a double bass concerto for two basses. So he'll be performing that here. We also have a piece by Quentin Blosh, who is a cellist in the orchestra and current student at USC. He's finishing up his graduate work there. So two pieces by Virtuosi alums will be on the program. We also have two commissions by two other composers, one of which is named Javier Farias, and he's a Chilean composer, and the other is by Andrea Castrobios, and she's a composer and cellist based in New York City. To round out the program, uh, we have two other pieces, a beautiful piece by Adolphus Hale Stork, and our larger scale piece is Coleridge Taylor Perkinson's Sinfonietta, I'm so sorry, number two, titled Generations, which is a multiple movement work that kind of closes out the program. So there's a lot of new music on here, but I think that there's something for everybody in our program. And I hope the audiences really enjoy what we've put together. It sounds like a wonderful evening of music. Alex, Thanks. thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to speak with you today. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Sphinx Virtuosi will perform on Wednesday, March 20th at 7.30 p.m. in June Swainer Gates Hall. For tickets and further information, visit newmancenterpresents.com or call 303-871-7720. This is Steve Roby for KGNU Community Radio.